International. This is the world. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, July 12th. I'm Marco Werman. The half-brother of Afghanistan's president is shot dead. Ahmad Wali Karzai may have been corrupt, but the West relied on him. He was clearly a, a bad apple, but, you know, he was our bad apple. He was the ultimate embodiment of the our bastard school of, of foreign policy. And some question the CIA's phony vaccination program to find Osama bin Laden. If indeed a public health program was faked, it has huge ethical implications. Those stories ahead. BBC News with David Austin. After days of unprecedented pressure on Rupert Murdoch over alleged malpractices by some of his journalists, the British Parliament is to discuss a call for him to withdraw his News Corporation's bid for the satellite broadcaster B Sky B. A motion demanding an end to Mr Murdoch's bid has been put forward by the opposition Labour Party and the government says it will back it. B Sky B is Britain's richest broadcaster. Naomi Grimley reports. Rupert Murdoch's bid to take over B-Sky-B is now in serious trouble. The government says it will vote with opposition MPs urging him to stop pursuing the buyout of the satellite broadcaster. Such a vote would make it very hard for News Corporation to continue. Rupert Murdoch and his son James are also under pressure to give evidence to a parliamentary committee about the phone hacking scandal. But they're not under any legal compulsion to attend. It's been a volatile day on Europe's financial markets. The markets were reacting to fears that the economic woes in Greece could spread to larger economies such as Italy and Spain. From Brussels, Chris Morris reports. The risk of contagion, the eurozone debt crisis spreading to a large economy like Italy, was described by one official here as the doomsday scenario. Italy is too big to bail out. So as Italian borrowing costs have risen and Italian stocks have fallen over the last few days, pressure for decisive action on a second financial bailout for Greece has increased dramatically. And that means ideas which had been rejected as politically untenable are now up for discussion again. One of them is a selective default in Greece, meaning some bondholders, including banks and other private institutions, wouldn't get all their money back. The Nigerian authorities have closed a university in the northern city of Maiduguri because of continued attacks in the region by the Islamist sect Boko Haram. There are reports that the sect, which is opposed to Western education, threatened to attack the university, but the sect has denied this. Jonah Fisher reports. Motorbikes have been banned, the university has closed, and each day in Maiduguri brings reports of new clashes between the military and Islamists from Boko Haram. Tuesday was no different. At least three people died after an improvised bomb targeted a patrol and a shootout followed. But there's no need to panic, the military force sent to restore order says. In a statement, they assured people of their security, told them to stay, and said there would be no hiding place for Boko Haram militants. The United States has promised to work with the authorities in Afghanistan as they investigate the murder of a half-brother of President Hamid Karzai. A White House spokesman said Washington condemned the killing of Ahmed Wali Karzai, who was shot dead by his long-serving head of security. He was regarded as one of the country's most powerful men. World News from the BBC. 
The French Prime Minister François Fillon has said signs are emerging of a political solution to the crisis in Libya. His comments to the French National Assembly came shortly after the French Foreign Minister Alain Juppé said he believed that the Libyan leader, Colonel Gaddafi, may be willing to stand down. More from Hugh Schofield in Paris. The Prime Minister, François Fillon, told the Assembly that a political solution was beginning to take shape. Everywhere, free Libyans were gaining ground, he said. Earlier, it was the Foreign Minister, Alain Juppé, who said that there had been contacts with the Tripoli government. They send out envoys, he said, who tell us, look, Gaddafi is ready to go, let's talk. All this may turn out to be overblown, but the French prime movers in the Libya campaign do seem to be showing first signs of hope that it could be heading to a conclusion. The United Nations Security Council has condemned in the strongest terms Monday's attacks by Syrian government supporters on the French and American embassies in Damascus.